Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Hummel Insurance Group for sponsoring today's show. Hummel Insurance Group now owns and operates seven different offices located throughout the tri-state area. For over 50 years now, the Hummel Insurance Group has been assisting customers with insurance needs and questions. For all your insurance needs, contact Hummel Insurance Group at 812-537-1785. Welcome to Rock Salad Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, and I'm sitting here with my fidgety husband, Merle. I got ants in my pants. <laughs> hey, is that because you had too much sugar for Halloween? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. What did you dress up as, Merle? <laughs> hey, go over to that house over there and ask him for two boxes of milk duds. So I but, do Dad, a, why two? Oh, I'll tell you later. I do have a question for you. Like, how old is too old to trick-or-treat? That's I wasn't of... trick-or-treating, okay? I was out on Just the road. steal candy I was from making sure the young children were safe. <laughs> it is kind of a question, like, what's the age? We're, we're having this discussion because we have two teenagers in the house that really think that they're still, you know, young enough to trick or treat. So my rule always was there's not an age, but you have to be, if you're going to do it, you have to be a willing player. In other words, you have to dress up, you mm -hmm. have to go the part, you know. Mm. And so what what I experienced uh, were these, you know, usually mm. eighth grade high schoolers that were kind of over the dress up mm, part. They just wanted candy. And they would just run through the neighborhood with like a bag <laughs> or a pillowcase or something and throw in candy. And oh. I remember when I was handing out candy, I'd be like, no, mm, no, nope. sorry. Come you, on. You're you not were, playing the game. You were Scrooge. <laughs> Did you like give them like pop popcorn balls I, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> and apples that you yeah. know oh. that's mean yeah Gosh. no sorry you're not dressed for the part mm. you know if you're, you're just using us <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and, and maybe you're not listening to us right when we posted um it, it was just halloween this past weekend and so you know um a fun mm -hmm. time for the neighborhoods to get together and i love it how they're just like doing the fire pits and people that's, are kind of sitting definitely on the... becoming more my thing you know and <sighs> and so when we walk with the kids mm -hmm. so our, we have our kids are getting a little bit older now but we'll still go and go out in the neighborhood and you always find some friends <laughs> that maybe got some hot dogs or hamburgers or might have or might have a drink here or there it's like <laughs> kids why don't you go on down the road we'll hang out right here and We'll I be, trust you. Yeah. yeah, you'll be just fine. Oh, no, it's good. So, you know, hon, um, last week's show was really actually timely for what we we're mm -hmm. going to talk about today and also the season. Yeah. You know, um, actually, I was talking to one of my clients recently about evil spirits and ghosts and demons and scary things. And, and, and this per little girl has a lot of fears. And, you know, those things out there, even at Home Depot, you can't get away from that stuff. Even at, no. the, at the lumber yard, like how is, how is Halloween connected to lumber? I don't get it. Well, it's all the, the decorations, right? Oh. There's a dollar to be made. And so, I guess. you know, the whole front. But the, the, here's the kicker. Like all that Halloween stuff was put in the store back like in July. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh. You can and, get some and, really good deals now. Yeah, you know? And actually, as you're airing this show mm -hmm. and listening to this show, you know, I mean, the Halloween stuff's already gone. They've got yeah. all the Christmas stuff. Oh, up. yeah. Well, so. actually, that's when I get my Christmas stuff is after Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and then I, yeah. I pack it all up and then I get it out. I'm like, oh, I forgot I bought this new little tree skirt or this new little, you know. <laughs> tree skirt. I, I need a new weird. tree skirt. I'm, I'm literally thinking about. See, we've even feminized trees. 
we feminize trees. What has the world come to? Our tree to? skirt, hon, has, we've had it since we've been in this house. Like that's 16 years. Mm-hmm. And I can't even wash it. It's not even the kind you wash. It's so, it's so cheap. So that's I think pretty I'm gross, gonna, actually. I know. That's a dirty skirt. <laughs> I just shake out the like pine. We actually do a live tree still. I don't know about you guys out there. And I know this isn't a Christmas show, but. Yeah, you're going, you're going off here. I would love to know. I would love to take a little poll. How many people still go cut a live tree? That's actually one of our favorite traditions as a family. Yeah. Well, and this year they're trying weeks. to freak everybody out and say mm. there's going to be a tree Christmas shortage. tree shortage and everything else. But guess what? <laughs> there's going to be an artificial tree shortage too. <laughs> you can't buy them because they're made in China. No, 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 no. But it is. It's one of our family traditions. And so, you know, as the holidays start to approach and we start talking about traditions and family time and, mm-hmm. you know, we want to prepare you for battle. Okay, and I I don't want to scare you, but I also want to kind of get you out of that lulled sleep and also that, you know, just we're getting very uh, complacent Mm -hmm. and really understanding that there is a battle for our heart and our mind and our families, and we want to prepare you for battle. So that's actually what we're talking about today. Yeah, so last week we actually, not that this is a part two or anything, but last week we did talk Mm -hmm. about spiritual warfare and, you know, talk. a lot of people really want to dismiss that whole idea. Like, you mean there's a war going on in some Mm. different realm, some different plane? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, that's really kind mm. of, and and we did not say that because we uh, created that. Mm-hmm. Scripture is very clear. I mean, yeah. there's we there's an abundance of different things mm-hmm. in Scripture that constantly are reporting um, the the evidence yes. of what we see there. So. Um, what we wanted to do with this show is to be a little bit more specific, like mm-hmm. first off, recognizing how you're uh, being attacked, but then like, well, what is your defense against this? Right. How are you going to protect? Because sometimes just, well, you just need to fight. You just need to fight. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. Not against a trained warrior. And yeah. Satan is a trained and practiced warrior. You know, hon, you didn't say it's a part two, um, but I, I think of it as kind of the show um, group that we did about divorce. Right. And we actually said kind of the warning signs of divorce so we kind of like presented the problem and then the next show we came on and we kind of how to divorce proof your marriage so how do you fight that battle against divorce and so this is kind of the same thing so if you didn't listen to last week's show we really encourage you to go and listen to the dark side last week's show Mm -hmm. on rock solid radio because this one will make more sense and i think they're a good complement of one another of the enemy recognizing the enemy and now how do we fight against the enemy so we really want to drill down and get specific about that yeah so let's get into all that but before we do let's uh say thank you to casey's outdoor solutions uh for sponsoring rock solid radio Mm -hmm. we greatly appreciate casey and his crew down there so for all of your landscape needs and for anything you have even in the gift realm uh, go check out casey's also we'd like to thank maxwell Mm -hmm. construction for continuing to uh, come alongside of Rock Solid Radio. And so we thank mm-hmm. those guys for their support. You know, um, Maxwell is not one that probably gets a whole lot of people <laughs> like buying their product because yeah. they listen to the show, but the idea that they contribute to us because they believe in the mm-hmm. social messaging and opportunity to teach uh, people uh, coming through our show is a worthy investment. And so we want to thank yeah. those guys. We also just want to remind you last month in October, it was our anniversary. We're Rock Solid Families, which is the faith based coaching organization that is 
part of Rock Solid Radio, um, we celebrated our three-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And so we forgot to promote during October um, a special that we're doing in our gym. And so in the month of November, we're having a fitness special. So for $60, you can get 10 classes to come and work out with us six days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 8 a.m. with myself or Tuesday, Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. with Merle or Strong Dad Saturday. Strong Dad Saturday. At 8 yeah. a.m. So, yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. So also, um, you know, we need your help. Uh, as we continue to grow, one of the things is th- that we want to see grow even more is the amount of backlog and resources that we have created that yeah. I don't think that people always know are available. Mm. We have created now uh, about 100 and almost 160 shows uh, with Rock Solid Radio, and I think about 100, almost 120, about 117 or so mm. shows with Strong Dads. Those are shows that contain all kinds of information on divorce, marriage, parenting, mm. fitness, faith you walk, um, all kinds of different things. And so please tap into that. And and so on all of mm. your podcast shows and on your um, uh, platforms as well as YouTube, yeah. you can tap into those and, yeah. and take a look at them. Give us five-star ratings. Share those shows. Most of the time, it's not somebody... The, you, the show is not listened to you and you go, oh, that helps me. Most of the time you go, oh, so-and-so needs to hear this show. Yeah, yeah. And and all that content is not going to be available forever. We are changing some formatting and um, programming. So, you know, those are limited time to available to, to listen to that content or watch that content. Mm-hmm. So please do. So, you know, hon, as we talked about last week's show, I want to go back to that verse that we really feel is critical in really identifying the enemy and how to protect ourselves from the enemy. And Mm -hmm. it comes out of the book of Ephesians, written by the Apostle Paul, and Mm -hmm. he wrote it to the church of Ephesus. And so the Ephesians were the people from Ephesus, the city of Ephesus. And so he was trying to prepare them for really what he saw happening around them in the city and out where he was trying to minister to. And so he was really trying to prepare them for the spiritual battle. So Ephesians 6 is really where we're starting. And so starting at verse 10, you want to read that, hun, Because that is just still a powerful verse. And we would love for you to to get out a Bible and to read along and to really, let's dissect this together. Yeah. So like you said, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, mm-hmm. I'm going to slow down and pause in certain areas just so you can kind of grasp where we're going to grab these things, these different segments, okay? So uh, verse 10, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So again, another point out here Mm. of the devil, whether you want to believe in him or not, (laughs) doesn't make him real or not. It's, Mm. you know, it's being called out here, the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So again, this makes all this reference back to this spiritual hmm. war, okay, that's yeah. going on. And, and also, did you hear that? It's not against flesh and blood. It's not against your husband. It's not against your parents. Right. It's not against your boss. It's not against your ex-friend or ex-boyfriend. It is literally against the evil forces of this dark world. So like, it's not against people. Right. Man, that just gets me. I'm, I'm not going to go there. Okay, okay? yeah. Right. Focus, focus. So there, <laughs> where's my medication? 
<laughs> Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, mm. you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, mm. with the breast, breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace— in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in mm. the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Yeah. And I love it that he starts with the belt of truth. And it, as a matter of fact, this is crazy. And Can, can I yeah. stop you? Okay, go okay, ahead. Only because I know you're going to, and I don't want to. Okay. Here's the hardest part about spiritual warfare. When we think about spiritual warfare, when we think about warfare, we think about uh, you know, remember you watch the old time um, uh, movies like Civil War and Revolutionary Wars, where you'd have two lines of the mm, you'd have yeah. the enemy. And they're literally like marching, right? and, and they're coming <laughs> together, and you can see them, right? And I you're like, under, yeah, like oh, can I sneak around the backside? Because this is like a very good tactic, right? yeah. And then you know, in the Revolutionary War, you started to hear things of like guerrilla warfare. Basically, where people would be sneaking back up in the woods, mm -hmm. right? And they would come back behind the line. Most of the time, our war warfare is not easily seen. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the hard part, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important. Like sometimes we think we're preparing for this big battle that's right out in front <laughs> of us, and it's not. It's so sneaky. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the part where if we don't become in tune with that, like, hun, seldom do we ever get somebody who comes in with a marriage situation that just said all in one day it just all blew up. It's usually mm -hmm. this slow, as we've talked about, slow mm -hmm. fade. Mm -hmm. It's the trickle. It's the repetition of things, but it's Satan at work. So you say you mean it's not that big, gigantic, seven foot zombie at Home Depot that has got like the eyes. <laughs> he's that really, red. yeah. He might be under your bed at night, but he's really not the thing that you've got to worry about. Hmm. So okay, yeah. So anyway, uh, can I go to the belt of truth? You get in there. Okay. I just had to say that. Okay, I'm glad. But um, the belt of truth. So um, my women's Bible study is studying this right now. Like. What came first, chicken or the egg? I don't know. We were planning on doing this, and here, this is what we're studying. So I think God's Spirit is literally just lining up things. And, and this is the study. It's by Priscilla Shire. I highly recommend it. You can do it alone or with a group. But it walks through the the armor of God that is what we're talking about. How do we defend against the enemy? And so Priscilla does an amazing job of breaking down the belt of truth, saying that it was girding everything. It was mm. holding everything together. As a matter of fact, the other pieces literally hung off of the belt of truth. Mm -hmm. And it's it kind of helped to carry the load of some of these other big pieces and important parts of our of our protection. And, and we have to make sure that we put the belt of truth on first, because none of this is going to be relevant or even looked upon as important if we don't trust this word. And by the way, this is where we go for truth. Okay, this is truth. This is absolute truth. And we did a show on absolute truth. And and then, you know, we've talked before about if you think you can decide your personal truth, um, you are heading for disaster. I have a little story about a belt. <laughs> no, 
I'm so, going to. So we happened to go to a marriage retreat. We're on um, spiritual warfare. <laughs> but I want to tell you the significance of the belt. So we went on a retreat, and <laughs> um, Linda usually packs like three days before know, we go anywhere, I and I usually this. pack five minutes before we go anywhere, <laughs> and she jumps my case about it, But and I'm not patting myself on the back, but usually I don't forget anything or seldom, uh, and Linda usually does forget something. This past weekend, it was the she belt. forgot her belt. And I want to tell you, what do you think happens when you forget your belt? You lose your drawers, okay? But... It, <laughs> you've got to keep yourself together, right? And you've got, so basically what happened here is she borrowed my belt. Guess who was losing their drawers all weekend? (laughs) And so, you know, she she kept making fun of me, like, pull your pants up. I'm like, I'm trying, you know. I Um, asked and you you offered. You were so generous about sacrificing not just one day, but two days. You know, whether you want to believe it or not, a belt is a very important thing. It keeps you together. Especially when you're sitting down. (laughs) There's a whole other story behind that, but something about the crack of dawn or something on there, but we won't go there. Um, Well, thank you for sacrificing for my belt. So it does get us to the whole idea. Like we understand what a belt is. We understand that, right? But the whole idea, this is the belt of truth we're talking about. And why truth? Not not my truth, right? Not your truth. But but his truth. So the whole idea that I'm going to I'm going to have around my core, mm-hmm. around my center section, the thing that's going to keep me together so I don't fall apart. Yeah. And it's based in his truth, not mine. Anyway, but let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So I got to hold it together. <laughs> she kept, I kept singing that song, Pants on the Ground, Pants on the Ground. They don't know that song unless they listen to American Idol. But anyway, getting back to the breastplate of righteousness. So the breastplate of righteousness is what covers and protects the heart. Mm. And doing the right thing keeps our heart aligned with what God and his word and his truth tells us. And I loved it how Priscilla Shire said that it literally kind of sits on, because it's very heavy, it sits on the belt and kind of carries some of the weight. And so when we align with God's truth, if we gird ourselves and protect ourselves with his truth, that that breastplate is not a heavy load to carry. Doing the Right. right thing isn't hard when you're aligning yourself with truth and people that will speak truth. Right. Yeah, you know, when you, so what is righteousness, you know, mm. and I think sometimes we use that word, self-righteousness is a mm. term that often gets thrown around, and and we're not talking about self-righteousness, we're talking about righteousness through what is righteousness, God's way, mm-hmm. and doing it within His nature, and when we live God's way, so sometimes you'll hear a phrase like, you know, He... Um, things go well for him because of clean living, mm. right? In other mm. words, his heart still works well, his kidneys work well, he's he's lived mm. a long life due to clean living, righteous living, right? Mm-hmm. Things that when you live right, when you live in God's nature, your whole uh, organism works better, right? Yeah. And so that's that breastplate of yeah. righteousness. And we just got to be careful that we don't assume that if something is happening to you, whether physically, emotionally, right. spiritually, that it's because you've done something wrong. No, yeah, Because absolutely. we know in the Good Bible, point. there are stories where there was a man born blind and people are like, hey, who did wrong, him or his parents? And they're like, and Jesus says, neither. Like right. I did this so that I could be glorified, right. <laughs> yeah. that I can show my power through him. So we're not saying that if things are going wrong, that, that it's your always your fault. 
Yeah. Hun, this next thing, um, you kind of actually helped steered me on this because I just put on there, um, feet fitted with the readiness. And I, I didn't put the readiness a piece. Yeah. Okay. And and I think this was the male side of me coming up. When I thought of feet fitted with readiness, like I'm like, be ready, like mm-hmm. at any minute, like even like a like a, a soldier ready to fight, like mm-hmm. the Minutemen of mm-hmm. of the Revolutionary War. At any minute, drop up a note, mm-hmm. uh, drop the the word, and boom, we're going to go to a fight. Be ready. And then you know you point out, well, no, it actually is feet fitted with the, uh, the peace of the gospel. Yeah, gospel of peace. And yeah. so this is a whole different idea because it's not. It's saying, you know, we don't have to be ready for this physical battle so much as there's peace. There's mm-hmm. peace. Um, you don't have to panic. You don't have to freak out. Mm-hmm. There's peace in this. And be when you are prepared and you understand that, you can have this peace. That will allow you to think and maneuver and do what you need much better. Yeah, because the opposite is fear and chaos and doubt Okay, and and worry and all those things create this chaos and this this instability, insecurity, right? Where we really don't know and trust God mm-hmm. to do it. When we have the feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace, then we're saying, Hey God, I'm gonna keep moving forward, but I know that you not only got my back, there's a, I was looking for that scripture before and I, I ran out of time, but there's a one verse, and I think it's in Isaiah, where he literally says he he goes before us. And he mm-hmm. also is our rear guard. Like he's got us both ways. Mm-hmm. And that gives us peace. And when we can rest in his peace, then we're protecting our mind and our heart, knowing that God's got the battle. Right. So, and the next part of this is the shield of faith. Hmm. Think about a shield, right? What does a shield do? <laughs> you know, um, oftentimes, when, especially if you're talking to somebody who's agnostic or even atheist, um, they just like, oh, you know, that whole Christian thing, you just believe in that because you don't know what else to believe. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to fall for that. And the whole idea that you you hide behind your faith, you oh. hide behind your Christianity. <laughs> and my answer to that is... Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, it's protect me. That's what we're called to mm-hmm. do. And, and, and so th- we don't need to apologize for that because... A lot of things we aren't going to understand. We're not going to understand every weapon that gets drawn on us. We're not mm-hmm. going to understand every every illness and disease and sickness and bad outcome. We're not going to understand it, all right? But but what protects us is keeping that faith. When that arrow's coming at me like, mm. oh, why, why do they keep coming at me? I don't, we don't always know why, yeah. but the enemy keeps on firing them. And so yeah. that shield, that faith that helps me defer those and yeah. reject those and repel those, I think it's extremely important yeah. to hide behind your shield of faith. Yeah, it says extinguish the flaming arrows of evil one. So he's throwing things at you. I described it the other day to a client of an umbrella. You know, I cannot protect you from, I cannot guarantee that you're going to have storm-free living, okay? You're going to have storms, thunderstorms, bad, man, hail. But I can give you an umbrella. His name is Jesus Christ. And that shield of faith is going to protect you when you walk out into the storm that you're going to be protected, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes you get a little wet and stuff, but I'm telling you, you're going to be okay. And, And that's what, but sometimes people are like, Heck the umbrella, I'm gonna run out and then I can't I can't protect you if you're not right. gonna stand under the umbrella, under the refuge, under the cleft of the rock, the shelter of his wing. I mean, the Bible goes on and on about different ways he protects us, but the shield of faith is one. Mm. Yeah. So tell me, hon, the next part is <clears throat> what do you think of when you think about the helmet of mm. salvation? 
Yeah. Like that's a helmet and salvation. How do yeah. those come together? It's my mind. What, what's what's the helmet protect is my mind. And that mind is the is the renewal of my mind. The Bible talks a lot about that and understanding that we can have that peace. We can have that joy. We can know where our um, eternity is, is guaranteed, uh, is promised through the helmet of salvation. When we give our lives, when we surrender it over to him, we're saying, God, I, I, I me, I'm alone, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with you, God, all things are possible. And that's where we put that helmet on to protect our mind. Yeah. You know, and without the mind, without the brain, the actual, the physical brain and, and the thing, we don't even know how like thinking happens. Mm. We just, we don't know where, you know, like, where does the very first thought come from? Mm. But we do know that we need that active brain that because Satan will manipulate oh. it and use it, but we need to protect its logical reasoning. Mm-hmm. It's filtering out of emotions, all of these mm-hmm. things. And, you know, if, if it gets hurt, if it mm. gets hurt, um, depression, anxiety, mm. schizophrenia, all of these, you know, bi- bipolar, yeah. all of these illnesses that affect the brain are things that reveal to us often how we can get swallowed up mm. by Satan's ways. Yeah, yeah. So helmet of salvation. The, the um, second last one is the sword of the spirit. <clears throat> and the cool thing about the sword of the spirit is that it's the only offensive weapon. This is weapon. kind of my part right here. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's your weapon. Go ahead. Well, Just... finally, you know, everything is about here. defense, defense, <laughs> defense. <laughs> Boom! Oh. <Ow. laughs> so it, it, this is as, as, um, as we want to make headway. As we want to move forward, we, if we were going to move our troops forward in a battle to actually win the war, we can't always just sit back. And do we defense. just can't sit back and do defense. Mm-hmm. We actually have to move forward. And when you think about mission work, you know, a lot of people can argue and complain about whether we should have ever come into North America from the Native Americans and all that. And I, I don't, you know, I, I don't really want to debate that, but I do know something that happened. The entire time we were spreading this with the sword, much of the taking over of North America was due to mission work. Mm. The idea that we had to get this word, we had to get the word of, of salvation and the message of Christ, we had to get it out. And so it is offensive. It's what causes people to go into a mission field versus sitting back and just protecting mm. your neighborhood. And so that whole idea of the sword of the spirit means <clears throat> that I'm going to have something that I can go into a dark place and I can defend it and I can protect it and I can take it over. Mm. So a lot of people might not like, oh, I, you know, how could Christians believe in war or warfare? Mm. It, it is within... Um, the making of humankind mm. and and it's and it's not pleasant right that's we're in a fallen world but it is the sword that allows us to offensively defend yeah. and protect and then even pursue um, getting the message further out into into uh, the world yeah there's been a battle of good and evil since the beginning of man and so this is how we fight our battles it is God's word. If you haven't realized what this book was that's fine, falling apart, um, it, it's God's word. And that is the sword of the spirit. The Bible tells us that. And this is how we fight our battles, the darkness and evil forces. And, and I cannot tell you how many times my clients and I have sat in my office and we've talked about how we're going to flood the darkness, flood the hopelessness, mm-hmm. flood the evil, that mind, the, the lies of the enemy, the way he is twisted, the truth and 
beat them up and defeated them over and over and over again, how we're going to fight these battles. And we're going to flood it with the light of truth. Yeah. The sword of the spirit. We are going to replace the lies with truth. And man, I tell you, it, it is powerful. I, I wish we had some clients here to testify to that because it has been amazing to see God working. This is this is crazy offensive weapon. And we're not talking about beating his head over the head with it. We're talking about speaking it. No, it's talking the first about time trusting you, you will win with love, right? Yeah. Because this is the book of love. Yeah. And, and so... And the truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so... You you know, let's say we take out the word or the truth. Well, then what are we fighting with? Well, Mm. now we're fighting with these things that are very, very man-made, whether it's theology, philosophy, Mm. um, science, history, uh, my opinion. It's all very subjective. And we see what happens with that, you know, when Sodom and Gomorrah, Mm. we talk about Sodom and Gomorrah as being such a dirty, nasty place. I was just talking to a gentleman the other day that was very, very active in the mission fields. And he was in a place um, that was without God. Mm. And he said, you know, it was, if there was such a thing as Sodom and Gomorrah, I think I experienced it. It was, it was just nasty, dirty, violent drugs, Mm. um, sex, uh, people getting hurt, orphans. I mean, he's describing this Uh. as if it was in a book and he's like, no, this, this is why we're there. And like every day is so Mm. heavy and and dark because all of what's happening is based on individual people's truth. Mm. Well, like, well, I think I want this or I want that. And so if you don't quite buy that, understand what happens when you don't have God's word as your truth and what happens to a culture. It's just a matter of time. And unfortunately, you know, the United States, States of America was founded on Christian principles and values. And so we had this understanding of truth and the sword and how we were going to spread that love and, and justice. And unfortunately, we have watered down the gospel. Mm-hmm. We have kind of thrown this aside as being irrelevant and untruthful. And why do you think we're seeing greater and greater chaos and division? <laughs> We are in the greatest spiritual battle we've ever seen in Mm -hmm. our country right now because Christianity and and the gospel and truth is being, you know, minimized and discarded. And so the Bible, by the way, told us this was going to happen. It's not like God like lost control here. He knew this was going to happen. So, hon, let's talk about the very last thing as we wrap up about the activator. What is it that enables these things to go and to work? What is it that is kind of like the plug-in that brings them to life? Yeah, so the very Mm. last part of this is the idea that we pray in the Spirit. Mm. So I'll do all of this and activate all of this with prayer. Mm. We are called to have the Holy Spirit on our side. The interesting thing about this is the Spirit of God wants to be invited, mm. but it is a choice. And so if we do not invite yeah. him, you know, he, he's because of his love for us, he says, okay, go do your thing. So prayer is our means to connect to the power yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Prayer is our relationship connector. Yeah. It is our physical means. It's our spiritual means. And so to activate all of these things, mm. all right, we have to be in connection, okay? Yeah. So we have um, sons that are in the military, and one of the most vital parts of mm. all of their equipment, which is the guy mm-hmm. that he, this guy 
guy hates his job because it's not nearly as romantic, <laughs> but it is the guy who carries the radio. <laughs> and it mm. is it is the radio that is your communications guy. So, you know, mm. you got eight, nine, ten guys and they're out and, you know, they're carrying crazy guns and weaponry and all this. Mm. Oh, I carry the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? The radio? <laughs> yeah. And the radio oh, guy wow. is the most important mm. guy because he connects to air support. He connects mm. to other ground support. He connects to the spirit of, of mm. warfare much bigger mm. than where they are physically. And so we cannot diminish that communication source, mm. that prayer. And that's what that is about. Yeah. Listen, you are not in this on your own. No. And if you <laughs> want to go alone... All right. Mm, don't, see, don't, don't. see how that works for you, right? No. Yeah, you will eventually, Satan will exhaust you mm. and beat you down. Yeah. All right. And so prayer is our, uh, uh, we always talk like one of our buddies, Frank, he, he's got a hotline to God. We call right? him the direct connect. Because he is our <laughs> prayer warrior. Like yeah. if we uh, say, man, I just, mm. a tough time. One of the guys, that, hey, Frank, pray for us, man. Yeah. Just because he's so steadfast with so it. So Satan wants to destroy. He wants to distract. He wants to discourage. And God is standing at the, Jesus Christ is standing at the door and he's knocking, but he's not going to force his way into your life and your yep. heart. He is standing at the door, the Bible says, and he wants to be invited in. And so that is an opportunity for you. So, so as we wrap up, please do not be duped by the enemy. Do not be lulled into a spirit of complacency or um, deception that the that there isn't evil, that this isn't a battle. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Don, I, I've heard this before, that if you don't think you're in a spiritual battle, it's because he's already won. That's right. You know? Yep. And so as long as we're fighting, as long as we keep our radar up and our armor on and our prayer activating, we're going to be okay because one that is in, in the world is not as great as the one that we have, and that's Jesus Christ. And so uh, there, I, we don't want to leave you with this the sad feeling we want to we want to pr- show you that there is protection out there available and there's peace right <laughs> there is so, peace. so absolutely w- we're going to go through the challenges and the struggles because he gives us a choice but we ultimately mm. know when we when we choose him mm. that w- this is going to be a win and yeah. and you know l- let's just be clear it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Like no. in this physical world, we, we are going to have pain and suffering and hurt, but we're not living for the physical world in and no. of itself. We are looking for an eternal world where our spirit lives forever. <laughs> and so th- that's where we have to keep the vision, right? So yeah. let's not worry about the battles as much as we worry about the war. I, I just saw a little post of something you could buy a t-shirt and it says, my home is heaven, but I'm here recruiting. Yeah. I was like, there yeah. you go. There you, you know? go. And we want to recruit you to come and experience a life of peace and joy and love. And that is with Jesus Christ. And there is a place called heaven that is waiting for you, that is that is available to you if we choose him. So let's fight our battles and keep our eyes open and our and our eyes fixed on the prize. Yeah. If we can help you, if you feel like you're in a battle and mm-hmm. a lot of people come to us and that, those are some of the yep. first words they say, man, I've just been in a battle. You mm-hmm. know, I just feel like I'm at war every day. I'm beat up. I'm beat down. If you feel that way, contact us. Do not mm-hmm. go this alone, right? R- radio out and get some mm-hmm. help. And so reach us at uh, 812-576-7625 at Rock Solid Families. Go onto our webpage yeah. at rocksolidfamilies.org and see what 
we, whether it's the latest article, uh, blog writing, uh, an activity or whatever that we are mm-hmm. putting out there, just check out those resources. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. And I would do anything for you, but man, giving up my belt, <laughs> giving up my belt was so a lot that, tougher than I thought. That was a I sign thought. of love. I mean, <laughs> I, that was hard. I was falling apart. Yeah, your pants were falling down. <laughs> I'm better now. Good. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.